This is the Dale Not Dale Podcast, Season 3. Bonnie. Hi. Special day's coming up. Christmas? Valentine's Day. Oh, it is. How do you how do you say I love you to someone? Preferably in English. <laughs> That's a good idea. Heck yeah. This year, she gives somebody some meat. You there's no better way to say I yeah. love you more than with meat. Dude, somebody gives me ribeye, I know they love me. They do. What if they give you a T bone? Then we're going to second base. <laughs> <laughs> Right, whenever they give you old pack of chicken, that's their. Oh, dude, they give you chicken. Then things are getting things are getting hot. That means you're about to be porked at home. You're putting a little uh, sizzle in your uh, Valentine's Day. Ooh. So, uh, hey, this year for Valentine's Day, give the gift to me. Use our code on GoodRanch.com, D&D Pod. It'll give them ten percent off plus free shipping. What do you think about that? That's that's I love you. With savings. Yeah. I love Moo. <laughs> yeah. Move over. Good Ranchers got this. But yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. So give the gift to meat this year. I, okay. I will. I'm going to say, Crystal, dish the flowers this year. Guess what you're getting? Some Wagyu hamburger patties. Yeah. We're going to skip the diamond. We're going to give them some chicken. There we go. Dude, I mean, it's a good gift. Yeah. Good Ranchers does it all the time. Hey, so with over 85% of like all grass-fed beef being imported overseas, go to Good Ranchers. Get 100% American-made beef. And February is a month of love? It is a month of love. And there's no better gift to do than give the gift of meat from Good Ranchers. I like that. Me too. I hope the ladies understand that. I think they will. It's just the it's just in how you deliver it. I mean, it comes in a box. Yeah. Okay. And, and we comes, don't and we don't even have to actually deliver it. I know. It'd be like, babe, we love you so much. <laughs> it's on the front doorstep. <laughs> I didn't even touch it. I didn't even touch it. It's got dry ice in there. It does because our life is our love is never ending. The dry ice does melt. Not if you hurry up home. Okay. Get home. Okay. Get hurry there. up and get home. Get there quick. Get love there never, quick. The love never fades. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, goodrenchers.com. Use our code DNDPOD. Get 10% off your box and free shipping and give the gift of meat for Valentine's Day. I think this is going to be maybe the best Valentine's Day Chris will ever have of me. I, I think so, too. I'm going to give you some meat. Uh, you know what? Thank you. Yeah. Magnus, we're going to give you some meat. Oh, you just Aww, get a little heart. A little heart. Oh, man. All right. Hey, so Magnus, tell your friends. GoodRanchers.com, D&D Pod, 10% off plus free shipping this Valentine's Day. Put some sizzle in your Valentine's Day. On the podcast, we chillin' zest. Uncle Dale Vaughn Magnus. Yeah, we the best. Magnus in the cut. No shirt in sight. Spitting truth and jokes. Yeah, we keep it tight. Uncle Dale's wisdom. Dropping like gems with Vaughn's quick wit. We them boys, yeah, we them. In our zone, we stay laughing to a new feet. What up, bunny? Yo. Dude, you're, you're back to that guy. What guy? Deep voice Vaughn. <laughs> it's not as cool a name as Picky Tit Magnus. But no, Picky Tit Magnus. That's still my favorite. <laughs> That's still my favorite reels. No, Picky Tit Magnus. <laughs> That was a great reel. You know what's funny, though? 
my line went uh, like it went unnoticed when I said, "Oh, you wants a reduction." Reduction. I was like, there didn't go unnoticed. It was gold, but it was just everything was. They had so much funny stuff in that. Yeah, it was such a subtle little thing. I thought that but was one said, of the better parts of it. I know, but it, when, it was just a, that was a funny reel all, all together. Magnus, you getting text messages right now? That was me. Golly. Uh, I mean, technology is going to ruin this podcast. No, nah, dude. Money never sleeps. But, dude. Oh, my God. The grind don't stop, oh, dog. I've been in San Diego <laughs> cashing checks and snapping necks, dude. You went to the San Diego wine mixer? Uh, I did, yeah. What were you doing there? Um, I had a conference about what NMHC National Multi National Multifamily Housing Conference. A bunch of people that buy uh, properties. I thought it was the AVN Awards, dude. Would you ever go to that? I would go to the AVN Awards. Here's what I will say: Would you go to that, Magnus? He's shaking For his head. For the record, yes. no, absolutely not. Um, I'm in. So, um, yeah. do you know who hosted the AVN Awards? Uh, Blake. Grip? No. Nope. My, my. I know. I've seen, I've seen it online. Who is it? Matt Reif. Matt Reif. That's right. Yeah, he told stories about that. He, I, th- he thought I, he was going to hook up with a porn star. And nobody. He said he went to the parties like nobody acknowledged him or anything like that. I'll tell you what, man. He he did not do a good job. He didn't. No. It was oh, you very saw it. Awkward. <laughs> you watched it. Well, you watched it, Avian. Just listen to me. Here. Okay. Right. Okay. Saturday night. No, Friday night. Um, I was just flipping through and I saw Matt Reif uh-huh. and he was doing, and it looked like it was stand up. Well, sure enough, it was the AVN awards. So I watched maybe 20 minutes of it. It was awkward or cringy. He just, yeah, he just didn't do like he, he, tr- it almost like he tried too hard. I mean, he's a That'd funny be a guy. Tough crowd. It would be. And like, none of them really laughed. Like some of the stuff he said was funny, but everybody was kind of like, eh. I don't know how. I don't know, man. That would be a tough gig. And then, uh, I, like I said before, his stand-up is just not – it's subpar. It, it's – his – what he's good at is uh, back-and-forth banter. Uh, yeah. He's good with crowd work. He's, yeah, he's good on his feet, but the writing is not there yet. Man, I tell you what, there's been a lot of people that went to uh, – a lot of friends and colleagues that I know went to his stand-up in Dallas, and they all said it was – they were like, hey, it was not same, good. Same as friends when he came to Sugarland. They didn't. Friend Jason said, he said, man, it was, yeah, it's just not the same. I was like, well, it, the buzzworthy stuff that got him popular, that's only a small bit of his show. Yeah. And they want to see that guy. Well, you do, but then you can't do it for an hour or something. He should probably because that would be. Yeah. But how much can you do with, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's kind of new to it, so maybe it gets better. He's good to look at, though. He's a good looking dude. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. If I was a guy, I'd date him. So what what awards did you see on the AVNs? Are you just are you just <laughs> Damn, that got me. <laughs> oh, there goes our first reel. There it is. Oh man. Let, we'll tag Matt Rife. Hopefully he'll he'll Dude, he'll share it. I would love don't yeah, but Magnus don't put all the bad stuff we said about a stand up sucking. Oh yeah, he's gonna listen to this and he's gonna be like <laughs> Oh, dude, he probably will. That's okay. It's all right. Hey, Matt, you got to do better, dude. Yeah. You got to. I mean, I have faith in him. I'll still watch him. Oh, I still love his stuff. Yeah, I do too. That's funny. I wonder if he liked it. Then he's like, oh, I'm going to watch this podcast. It's going to be awesome. And then he's like, we just shit on him. 
<laughs> I think it's I his think crowd work okay videos are great, though. I see a lot of his YouTube shorts where he's crowd his crowd work. Oh, it's it's phenomenal, man. Yeah, he's got he's he's really good at crowd work. But some, I mean, you know, when you have your own special and you stand up, you don't have crowd work. No, yeah. And some people are, are good. Like I would not be good at just stand up making jokes. The crowd work would be a big part of it. I think. Yeah, that, that's got to be tough, man. I don't. It's know. it's hard yeah, to be a stand up like, comedian. Yeah, going from like a club where you can interact with people to an arena and a stadium. Yeah, to where it's you don't have jump. that intimate talking. That's got to be tough. Yeah, <clears throat> but on to new news. Um, new news. Yeah. Um, Magnus is now a nicotine user. Dude, he's addicted. I'm lightheaded, that's for sure. So I got yeah. So, so I got these rogue, the rogue nicotine pouches. And so I offered Vaughn one. He didn't want one. I popped one in. Magnus has never done one. So I gave him one, and uh, this is a six milligrams. I forgot to tell you that these are the heavier, the the higher dose ones. And he had it in for about well, it took him a while to put it in his mouth anyway. Yeah, he had to like try to put it in like it was like a wad of dip. So then he put it in his mouth, and then he's sitting there, and he's pretty, pretty boy. This episode is brought to you by pretty, pretty boy. boy. Uh, dude, what is your plan for New Year's resolution? Dude, I'm not one for New Year's resolutions, and the reason why is because most of the time people make a New Year's resolution to like get all fit and. And you know, start eating healthy, and not a single person cares about their face. I do. So now, if you use Pretty Boy Revival, you'll be working on your face for your New Year resolution. Why not? I don't know. Why not? Like, dude, you can't go like unless you're. Uh, I don't know what kind of profession you'll be in. Like a lifeguard. Lifeguard. Yeah. Somebody wearing a mask all day. Unless you're wearing a mask all day, everybody's going to see your ugly face. Yeah. So you might as well make it look good with Revival from Pretty Boy. Exactly. And nine times out of ten, people that get their bodies in shape, they just walk into the office and it's covered up by a shirt, but everybody's got to see your ugly ass face. Dude, you ain't lying. So you need to take care of your face because that's what I got to look at. I don't care about your pecs. Your, I don't care about your your lats. Dude, I... I care but, an, was, uh, but an ugly face will really ruin my day. Yeah, I want to look at people's faces because hey, when somebody's got nice skin, you notice. Oh yeah, it's like the, it's like you know when when women have the pregnant glow. Now men can have the pregnant glow. Oh, dude. Hey, so get yourself revival from Yo Pretty Boy and get yourself a pregnant glow on your face. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. These comments were not FDA approved. <laughs> they were not. <laughs> so go to prettyboy.com and use our code DNDPOD15 at checkout. Pretty Boy. He gets up and spits, finds a can that he spit on, look like, out of the trash can. <laughs> after, after I took a, the first big swallow, I was like, I don't think I should be. Yeah, then he's this. sitting there and he goes. Oh. This is kind of making my tummy hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like a little kid. Grown-ass man. This is kind of making my tummy hurt. <laughs> six kids. I'm around a lot of tummy hurt. Oh, man. I don't think I've ever said the word tummy. You just, I I know, but like in a real sentence for my own self. I, I don't think I have either. Do you, like when you have to go to the bathroom, do you say, Daddy's got to go pee-pee? No, I got to make a boom-boom. Oh, Lord. Oh, jeez. <laughs> my... God, that is unreal. Uh, you really say that? No. Yeah, you do. What are you telling? Vaughn's been on the boom boom chair. I have. Wasn't that what it's called? Yeah. When you yeah. Go back. Yeah. Yeah. I missed out. I wanted to do the boom boom chair. They. It was uh, a. <laughs> I don't know if I. I don't know if I believe the hype in that thing. Sorry, Helka. Yeah, I mean, I don't. 
I think it might be work better for women. I'll tell you what, but it was well, Magnus be perfect. It was a prostate prod. He could sit his little tut on there. It was a pro- <laughs> prostate prodder. <laughs> just sit his little tut. This old king tut. <laughs> Kegels are just too difficult to do. Yeah, I need, I need electric. Yeah, I don't think you, you ever do. tried doing Kegel work. Tried. I don't think men have Kegels, guys. Oh, well, you got a pelvic floor. I don't know. Look, man, just look that up. Do men have Kegels? I don't think they do. I think they have a uh, uh, what? I, oh, what is that? There's a it's a lingam muscle, I believe. Could be wrong about that. I don't know. My body's a wonderland. It is. Dale is correct that male pelvic floor muscles. Yeah. Yeah, but what are they called? I don't think they're called Kegels. I think women only have Kegels. I thought it was a Kegel exercise. Is it a Kegel? Kegel exercise, I believe, is for... With practice, Kegel exercise can be done just about any time. Yeah, so... Men can do Kegel exercise. I think Kegel was like the guy who came up with the type of exercise. Hey, right, Dr. Kegel. <laughs> we got to look into this. There's the key, men, do men have Kegel muscles? Do you, do you? Yeah, that's what it says. Kegel ex- exercises for men can strengthen the pelvic floor muscles. Yes, it's an exercise. Have. It's a, it's a. Oh, okay. So Kegel is the exercise. Yes. Yeah. It's like curls. Uh, curls for the girls. Okay. <laughs> Kegels for the beagles. So their Kegel is not a muscle. Yeah, it's a Kegel exercise. Okay, okay, I'm getting it here. Yeah, it's hard hitting stuff this episode already. Out the gates. Yeah. Max is doing Kegels as we speak. Are you? Oh god, it's so gross. It probably smells funny. <laughs> it probably smells funny. <laughs> What else is good? So, okay, that was the new news. Magnus is nicotine. Yes. What's yeah. the gateway to that? It's like what happens after yeah. that. Um, I mean, so from there you graduate to uh, keystring. He does that. He already does that. So yeah, he's a little backwards. Like he's the type of guy that starts with heroin and moves on to marijuana. <laughs> well, did- I. I th- I, I'm assuming what's going to happen is he's now going to start. He's going to he's going to be a dipper. I mean, out of the three of us, he does know somebody does heroin or did heroin. Yeah, I don't know anybody does heroin. I have heroin. never met anybody that did heroin that that was like I knew. We can get him on the podcast. I'm good, dude. I don't really. <laughs> I heard it's a hell of a drug. I <laughs> yeah. You ever seen Train Spotting? Oh, dude, yeah. Train Spotting is one of the most messed up movies yeah. ever. Good God, they're nuts in there. Yeah, it's like hard to even talk about that movie. It's so bad. I I think I watched that a long time ago. Train spotting and Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. Re- they, Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream. <sighs> I don't know. Watch that one. Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick did Clockwork Orange. Okay. Never saw that one. It's it's uh, it's weird. It's amazing what they show in England that is normal. That we don't get to see in the United States. Now it's just now becoming like, okay, we really? can watch this stuff now. <clears throat> like what? Like nudity has been. Oh, yeah. I mean, Clockwork Orange is, oof, God, it's messed yeah. up. It's not a good movie to watch when you're like 16, 17. No. Because that's about the time it came out, right? We were younger. It came out. Yeah. I think it came out even I want to say that. it was, it was in like, the 70s. I thought it was in the 80s. Let's have to look. 
I mean, I could be wrong. I'll never forget the first time I watched it. Me and my buddy were having a sleepover at his house, and we were watching it. I was traumatized. Did you say your tummy hurt after? <clears throat> what was your friend's name? That was Gamble. That was chaotic from the... That was the guy that was all mad that uh, Bronson was stealing his, Oh, his that guy. What's his name? <laughs> Gamble. Gamble? Yeah. Or Gambit was my favorite X-Men guy. Clockwork Orange came out in 1971. Oh my God! When did Requiem for a Dream come? That, I, think I think that's 2000 or 99. That's the one I'm. That's that the one late I'm. Late 90s. Uh, that's the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, that was. Uh, Those are all just really messed up movies, though. Like you know that the creator of yeah, those, yeah. the creator of those movies was they were heavily, heavily on. It's like. Drugs like methamphetamines, and I would say back in that day, it was probably more like ketamine. Ketamine's a huge. What is that called? That's, I think that's called the artistic drug. Yeah, well, I know ketamine was a lot of. We call it special use chemistry. It, yeah, use it for therapy now. Yeah, yeah, they have like places that do that, like businesses. Yeah, it's just ketamine therapy. Trip balls. <clears throat> yeah, I want to do ayahuasca, dude. <clears throat> Have we talked about this on the podcast before? I think briefly. I I am so ready to do ayahuasca. You really want to? So I do. There's a lot of fear in my body about it, and it's only because I am so not good with not being in control. However, it I can have, like change you. So I know I know of a few people that have done it. One of them even higher anxiety than me that fixed him it's changed his entire life really he was like because what it does is for a lot of people i mean everybody's different i get it what it does is is like it goes back and kind of shows you past trauma and it shows like direction out of that like makes you come to peace they walk you somebody walks you through that right so you have a shaman okay and um not a sherpa not a Sherpa. Okay. You have a shaman and you know, you, you start seeing like er, most people say in the beginning, you start seeing the bad, like okay. the past traumas. Um, and they're like visual kind of visual representations of things. And then you start to like embrace stuff. So when that starts happening, your, your eyes, your, in your mind, everything gets very, very vivid and colorful and like peaceful. Um, and when you come down and off of it, the next day you talk about it. Okay. You know, what you saw, kind of what what the representation means. A lot of people come to peace with, like, you know, past traumas, you know, past relationships. Um, and then you do it again. So it's it's over a course of a time. And I think you can do, like, minimum of, like, two days. How long does that last when you're on that? Uh, I think, I want to say it's like four to six hours, but in, but in, in the grand scheme of things, when you're doing it, there's no, there's no sense of time. So you could be tripping for an hour and it, you know, might feel like a couple days. So there's, everybody says there's no sense of time at that point. They don't know how long it was other than by somebody else telling them. I hear about it a lot on podcasts. It's it's one of those things like 
that ayahuasca has been around. I mean, we got to take a trip to Joshua Tree and from, do it from the. I believe the Aborigines. What is what is what do you what do you take like what is, is it like a so it's a root um, and they squeeze and they process this root ah uh, okay and um, it has you know DMT in it so okay yeah I always talk Joe Rogan always talk about DMT and I, yeah they have to give you something first because your body will break down the MAO inhibitors have to be taken beforehand because otherwise your stomach acids will eat up yeah some of that stuff so before you drink it you have to have another drink to allow the effects to hit you. It slows down the receptors from metabolizing it. Well, so pure DMT at one time, it just make you trip out real quick and then it's over. But this process, I, I think it's four to six hours is what they say, but everybody's different again. Yeah. So. But yeah, that is something I want to do, but I do not want to do it with strangers. I would like to go with somebody. Yeah. Um, where do you do that at anyway? So it's kind of still controversial in the United States. Um, you can do it in Florida. There's a one. That's well, not the United States. Well, I know. <laughs> they're, they're their own property. The, well, I, I'm saying they, they somehow get a, they're able to do it. Cause what's what the biggest issue is separation of church and state or, or being regulated. So what people are doing now that have ayahuasca, deals is they are getting religious exemptions because it is a drug that is used in religious times. Okay. So, um, but every state's different. So I know there's one in Florida, there's one in Oregon. I believe there's one in Colorado. Um, you've done some research. Yeah. There's, there's multiple in California. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's places to go. I would personally. So how did he change himself? Like, is it like so just uh so this guy was very he's very high strung and um he would it, to like cope with that he, he's one of those that would not listen to you nor care what okay. you had to say but he would want to tell you about himself right he'd say oh you did that okay so here's what I did let me tell you how this goes like he he was just so and he was very um, like abrupt, uh, worried about things, constantly living in the future, never in the present. And it literally slowed his life down, like the way he thought. He's a successful guy, but after that, he was telling me how much that he's able to process current day without having to worry about the future. He's like, you know, we just need to get through today. Uh, he's been more patient within his relationships with his friends and his wife. Um, he said it's changed him for good. And everybody that else that I've talked to that has done it has, has said it is one of those. And everybody tells me, Vaughn, you are the perfect person to do it because of your anxiety. Um, the, your, the amount of like worry that you have about everything, yeah. you know, your, you know, obsession about managing stuff. Yeah. So I, I think it would be great to do. Yeah, do it. I know, but you want to go? Man, let's go. Hey, every time I ask you to do things, though, you don't want to do them. <laughs> You're just like, hell yeah, man, let's go. And we never do it. Uh, that, that does kind of freak me out, though. Well, you have a, you have a medical professional, professional there. Okay. That would be the shaman. I mean, there's people that have been around this and doing this for so years. So what do they do? They just make sure you don't die? 
Well, well, ayahuasca is not going to kill you. Um, yeah, it doesn't kill you. Just makes you stronger. Yeah, that's a Kelly Clarkson song. Yeah, she's she's right. <laughs> she's right. <laughs> Maybe she was singing about ayahuasca. Well, so while you're doing ayahuasca in the ceremony, it's a it's a legitimate ceremony. Okay. Um, they sing songs like the shamans will sing songs. And you they know, take kinda, re- they take requests. Yeah, I don't. You're right. You don't need to do it. Okay. <laughs> you can't even take it. You can't even take it seriously. You haven't even been there. I was making sure what. I like music. I should make sure they sing stuff I like. Dude, they're not going to freaking sing like Drake. No, I wouldn't want to hear Drake. It's more like, I think it's probably more like guttural sounds. Like, like, uh, Anya. Inya? Inya. (laughs) Dude, I, they sing, I. I've never done it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was what you were San Diego for. No, no, I didn't go to San Diego to do ayahuasca. But no, I would love to do it. Uh, the oh, there is some there is some side effects to it. Uh, uh, it's very common, and as a matter of fact, whenever the DMT hits your system and it's starting to like pass through your body, and you're uh-huh. about to start what we call tripping. Uh, you puke, and in some cases, half of them. So they give you a bucket. And that bucket is to puke, and they always keep you by a bathroom. Yeah, because from what I hear, it gives you extreme diarrhea. In oh, some really? cases, like half the people get it, and not where you're like shitting all over yourself, but you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so that kind of eases me a little bit to think about because okay. If you're out of control, but mm-hmm. you still have the sense and whereabouts that you can use get up and use a restroom, yeah, that makes me feel a little bit more comfort. Yeah, and they make you wear white pants while you do it. Really? Uh, I think I made that up. Oh, man, that's a lot, dude. I'm I'm totally down. You would do it <clears throat> a thousand percent. You would? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so here it is. Throwing it out there. Y'all want to do the D and D ayahuasca? D and D DMT. D and D. It's not DMT. a drug, like. No, it's not. No, it's not a drug. Yeah, it's it's like a plant. It's completely. Well, so, it's a plant. so is marijuana. In order to <coughs> test for DMT, okay, nobody tests for DMT for drugs. I was curious. And it's out of your. I believe DMT gets out of your system the, the very quick. very quickly, like less than metabolize it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a human growth hormone. Your, your body already makes it. DMT is in your brain. It's why, like, it's tied to dreams. This is, it's pro, your body's processing. That's what DMT is all what, about. What is it? Dimethyltryptate? Trypt- Tryptamine. Tryptamine. Do you learn a lot on the Donut podcast? Yeah, I'm telling you. I've always heard about it, and I'm always I'm I'm intrigued. I mean, I want to do it. So y'all want to go? Do you do it with do like most people do it at the same time? Mm-hmm. You do it as a group, like r- random people you've never met. So the good thing that I hear too is is like some people, you know, they'll have, you know, part of it's very scary in their mind, right? And then they'll come to this place of love, acceptance, and stuff where people like become like lifelong friends during these ceremonies. Where they're 
like real supportive of each other in the middle of it while they're you know tripping. So I don't know. I'm like I'm like a bit. I'm a hippie at heart. So some stuff like that doesn't like I fully support people trying to go out there and you know capture something. I mean, it definitely became more. I guess you say mainstream. It's talked about on mainstream a lot now because I mean, of its healing. Okay. I mean, it, it like I said, I think it's Aaron Rodgers did it. DMT's been around. I mean, thousands and thousands of years. It's been. It's the. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it is one of the oldest forms of medicine. The ayahuasca plant. Where do they get that or, from? A root comes out of the jungle. So it's just a root. Okay, and then they squeeze the root and get it. I, I don't really know how they make it. It's all there's an art to. They call it a cook, so they like cook it, and then they do whatever they do with it. Oh man! But I think you should do it with me. I wonder why I'd be nervous about that. Maybe I want to f- find out my trauma in my past life. I don't think I think you would enjoy it. I probably would. I mean, because some people have traumas and they don't know what they are. Yeah, I think that would be me. Well, maybe if you maybe if you saw it, like, or you could understand. Okay, this is the trauma that I had, and here's now I can move forward from it. Because some people are affected by trauma that they don't remember. Yeah. Um. I. You know. I I, would like to do it because, like you said, I know how I am. I don't do a lot of. I mean, I think, but I, I'm a, just a go kind of person. Yeah. I don't think about the future a lot. I don't think about the past a lot. I am very present. I feel like what I'm doing. Yeah. But I don't know, like, I would like to uncover some of that. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, I think it'd be enlightening. Because, I mean, there's, you, you could go your whole life with having, like, past trauma. Yeah. And you do things because of it subconsciously. Uh, well, uh, yeah. I th- like what if like what if you found like I mean what if your one of your traumas I I don't know what the trauma would be but it like after it you're like you know what I need to be more organized in my life <laughs> 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 which you solving that trauma would be awesome would great because it would it would also help me too okay so like maybe one of my past traumas is um I don't know. I do things. I don't really do anything that is not perfect. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you're probably you're you shouldn't even do it. I am DMT. You are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I know. I you know. I think I know my past traumas, but I would like to explore that more. Yeah, man, that's so bizarre and intriguing and scary to think about so why don't you do this you have nothing to do tonight mm-hmm. why don't you get on youtube yeah maybe kind of do a little research on ayahuasca to see if it's something you're comfortable with okay yeah there's Be- actually a really good vice documentary about it there but is that, really i can't remember the guy that's a good one but yeah he went and documented the whole process it was very good or they have something on Netflix. Time. That's probably the they, first time I've heard about it. I guarantee it. you they got something on Netflix about it. But I've never heard anything I've never heard anyone say anything love, negative about it. I, the things that I have heard that would be considered negative was 
it's just not my jam or yeah, yeah. they were just like, yeah, it's just not for me. Most people, it's life-changing though. Oh, absolutely. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of documentaries, I watched one today this morning because I always like watching those crazy documentaries, I on, love documentaries on Netflix. I love them. I watched one today called The Pez Outlaw. It's about this the guy. Candy? Yeah, from 20 years ago. This guy was like dead broke, had this ranch house out in whatever state, him and his wife, and then he's got bad OCD. Like he has to have a – he wears three pairs of socks, and he keeps a napkin in his hand at all times. Like it's one of his OCDs. But And then he got into collecting uh, cereal boxes, like the box tops, like the whole boxes, and he was doing things – and he was like buying cereal boxes. He has all this collection of these boxes. And then he was going to like landfills and getting boxes. And he was redeeming all those like, you know, hey, send in 10 box top to get this. He was doing that so much to where he's like, hey, if you see that now on those redemptions, say only one per household. He goes, that's on, that's for me. He goes, I did them so much. I beat, I pushed it to the limits. I was getting so much stuff. I was getting all these collectibles. He started selling these collectibles to make money. And they stopped that because of him. <laughs> so then he got. So he was at a, he was at like a, a trade show, selling some stuff, and he seen this lady like walk up with like a Pez thing, some somebody else. And he tells a story like he goes and follows her, and then she's like, he's like, where'd you where'd you get this? And she tells him some name in like Russian, and so he finds the name. Doesn't he's like he's never been out outside of his state, and uh, him and his son look this up. They go to Europe and go to this Pez International. And he meets these people and starts – because they have a lot of Pez that they made internationally that the U.S., the guy that – he was called the president in the United States for them, <laughs> for Pez, USA. <laughs> he, would, he would reject all those things so they, they wouldn't sell them in the United States. So he got all these – he bought all these Pez dispensers to bring over here to sell. He came back with boatloads of them in these bags. He gets through customs, and they're like – they pull him aside. They start looking through like their – trademark books of things well pez never registered their stuff with the government so they let him through because they didn't have a license saying they're, they're the only person can import them okay so he did this he was dude he was making ton of money and like he had this he was going back and forth to europe and doing all this stuff it is wild it is a cool documentary though it's, the pez outlaw dude it is it is insane it's a crazy story he's like dude i, I haven't i've been wanting to tell the story for over 20 years and this old old white beard man, it's a crazy story, dude. Three socks and a rag in his hand. He, he keeps needs, a napkin in his hand. He needs ayahuasca. He would probably be a perfect candidate. Yeah, he's got some full circle. I, I'll I'll try to watch that. That one's good. Like that one. Uh, oh man, there's so many of those that are. I was watching the other one. The next one on the, this morning I started. That was the GameStop one about the GameStop being short. Yeah. During COVID. Yeah. Um, but the Pez Outlaw, dude, if you haven't seen it, I ended up watching check that, that out. The Netflix one or the uh, shortened GameStop. I ended up watching that one. About uh, dumb money. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but yeah, I love documentaries. I'm, I'll check it out. I Doc- will. Documentaries I will are my some, favorite genre. Of show, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I like learning about stuff, like especially off the wall stuff. Yeah. So I'll check out Ayahuasca. It's weird, man. You know what's coming up? Actually, the day after this is going to air, I think it's uh, Valentine's Day. You like Valentine's? Let's talk about Valentine's you, Day. I know. We can't talk about eating at uh, lunch before. I was kind of curious like how that came about. I guess it's more some 
it was something from back in the old days. But I was wondering how it got so commercialized. Well, capitalism commercialized it. Um, what do you, I don't know. Let's, are what, you a fan of Valentine's? So here, so my my no, so I'm not a fan of Valentine's Day because to me it's another one of those days where you we we have too many holidays. I mean, we, like not holidays, but too many celebrations. I feel that should be every day. Like if Valentine's Day is a celebration of love, why can't you why can't you just do that throughout the year instead of having a day to like, you know, really make it a point? Well, the fact of the matter is, is that it helps every florist in the United States. Oh, no doubt. It helps every chocolate jewelry um every candy company. That's what it is. Yeah. That's that, that is that is Hallmark selling paper. And that's all what you, that you is. seen the price of cars these days? It's crazy. Unreal. I haven't. They're expensive. Well, stop buying them. I can't Valentine's Day's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember I mean, you know what we did I it wasn't last year. Year before last Valentine's Day, me and Chris went watch the freaking Jackass three D movie. <laughs> See, like that. That's great date night. That's that's Very a good romantic. date night. I mean, I think it's a good good night to go out on a date. Yeah, but again, I just don't. Crystal was there. I didn't. I never. I mean, I, I know we were early on date, and I would buy her flowers and stuff. But it's, you, you realize, even most most women think it's a waste, but they still like getting them. flowers. Die. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I, honestly, I'm not really good with any sort of holiday. That's never been my thing. Maybe you and your wife celebrate Valentine's Day. Not on the day because every restaurant's packed. It's like Mother's Day. It's Why don't like, you go to lunch? Well, we'll just go on a different day. We'll do well, it's not the same. Night. Yeah, that's not Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's not. Valentine's Day is just like a yearly reminder to go out on a date in case you don't do it every day or every week. Yeah, I don't need. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Why? To go on a date every week? I had this conversation in San Diego. What is the definition of date? I don't know. Intentional communication. If you have to make things intentional, that's a problem. Why can't you wake up every morning, have a little routine with your wife? Wake up in the morning, y'all make some coffee, you sit for one hour, you just drink coffee together, just talk. Crystal sleeps there. On accident, but it's just about being purposeful and intentional. Well, intentionally make time every day to have yeah. coffee with your wife. And at that point, why? What do you need Valentine's Day for? And you don't. Every day is Valentine's Day. Exactly. Oh, Valentine's year. So, which makes me go back to what we were just talking about. Valentine's Day is probably more so a reminder for those who don't have enough intentional conversations to say, hey, let's just do it on this day because we have an excuse to be intentional. I don't know. You're kind of a Scrooge when it comes to that kind of stuff, though. I am. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely am. You are. (laughs) You know, I wish I was. I wish I wasn't. Um, Maybe just... Ayahuasca is gonna. We're gonna realize what we're gonna find out why you hate Valentine's Day. And we're and you know what? Maybe when I come out of this ayahuasca, that I will have a new appreciation for holidays. Maybe so. 
Maybe so. I've just, I honestly have never been a holiday, not even when I was a kid. No. I got excited. Um, I got excited for Christmas when I was a kid because I knew I was getting presents. But you know how they say, well, it's better to give than receive. Well, in my childlike mind, I was like, screw that. Well, yeah, that, I, I like to that, receive. That'll make sense for kids. But yeah, I get it. But I'm not, yeah, even Christmas wasn't even really that big of a deal. I didn't care about any celebration behind it. I mean, they were like, oh, it's Jesus' birthday. I was like, well, I'm getting presents for his birthday. I'm getting presents. Well, he's a cool dude in my book, I guess. <laughs> he's up and get hooked up. Yeah, he's great. Let's talk about this Bon Jovi shirt you got, man. All right, so. Slippery when wet. I commandeered this shirt from a friend of mine. He doesn't even know I'm wearing it. <laughs> he had it. So he wears women small, too. Impressive. Well, so it had the tags on it. No. <laughs> so I'm assuming that somebody gave this to him as a present and he's like, I'm not wearing this. He's not a he's not a big guy, but he's not gonna fit in this shirt. Can't fit it? Oh no. No, he won't. Oh, no. No, 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 I'm no. I know. He, I'm skinnier than he is. He's not fat though. I'm not I'm just saying he's You are skinny though. He's bigger he's bigger than me. Uh, what do you weigh right now? One eighty five. Actually, no, I weigh one eighty three. I can't remember the last time I weighed 180. It's probably 27 years old. Yeah. I'm going to start taking Ozempic. You are? No. You don't need to lose any more weight. I honestly, I know. You should I just don't, start I taking steroids. To. I do, yeah. Medically. <laughs> you ever go see Dr. John again? Yeah, I will. Angelica sends me. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Can, Angelica takes, she lets me take it home. Helica. Angelica, God. Listen, <laughs> we got to convert. <laughs> and she spells it with a G, doesn't she? Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, her parents, well, she's Hispanic. Her parents spelled it. so it's, I, uh, like, She's just honoring her parents. Okay, wishes. whatever. Angelica will send the stuff home with me. It just makes it so much easier. Yeah, I get that. I like going in as I talk to people in the, in the office. I mean, if, if you like it, good. Yeah. I would just rather do it at home. I hear you, man. You been playing the harmonica? You bring that up every time. Dude, yes. because... Yes, I've been playing the harmonica. I have not learned... We're waiting a, for the debut. I have not learned a song. You're right. You know what? Magnus has been texting me every day. How you think that you want to play for That is something that I need to work on more. I honestly have been extremely busy and not able to do too much. It's a great gift. You got to play it for it. It was a great gift. I, it is a great gift. I, it's in my vehicle right now. I take it with me places. Yeah, I'm taking it with me tomorrow to go um, helicopter hog hunting. Play so, a little ditty so way up there. Whenever, the whenever we're sitting around the fire, I'm oh, gonna do a little freestyle. Please, I will. Give somebody video it. Oh, I'm, I wanted. So I almost had. So, uh, yeah. I talked I, about it. A long I got time a. I got a confession to make. Okay. All right. I wanted Magnus to come with me on this helicopter hog hunt so he could video everything and put together this like cool video together. So I brought it up to him. And of course he says yes, because he doesn't have anything else to do except for play Fortnite. <laughs> and then you said, 
And then you said something about, oh, yeah, like the last time you brought them to uh, your office while you're having a sales meeting. And then it dawned on me, you know what? You're right. I cannot have Magnus around me at work. It's too embarrassing. <laughs> he calls me out. He starts talking about my modeling stuff. And like, well, somebody got to keep you in check. I am very, very professional at work. Like, I, I mean, I, even on a hall cut, I play joke. Yeah, way too professional. Yeah, he's way too professional. Too professional. Well, I mean, there's a time and a place. I, I mean, I say jokes and stuff, but I keep it pretty professional. I, I, people, when you're a slave driver like him, you oh just, god, the, every all dictatorship, all every business. every single person, every salesperson I had that you got to meet, all love me to your face. No, they do. I sent a poll out, and actually, eighty six percent, eighty six percent said you were very. Oh, I'm trying to read these words here. You, you're trying to make them up, is what you're saying. <laughs> Unrealistic expectations. Unrealistic. Micro managed me to the bone. I don't know what that means, but yeah, I'm joking. I don't micromanage anybody. I need to go to you on one of your events. They would love me. Yeah, I know. I'm I not gonna be professional to, one bit. Well, yeah, that's you, just me. Here's the thing: you're not, you're not professional. You have a sense of humor, but you're not uncouth. Yeah, I know. You know when to quit. Magnus, he didn't. I don't know. No, he doesn't know <laughs> when to quit. Like literally, does not know when to quit. Like I had to say, like Magnus, dude, we're we're in the middle of having a sales meeting, and he's sitting there. Oh, I didn't know. No, he's making jokes. I'm like. What? And even everybody else was just like, hey, what is when Magnus on? went to my work for the first time, uh, I talked. So you were, I went over there. I seen y'all just briefly when y'all were doing something. When I went inside, I talked to Hope. I was like, yeah, Hope. I said, that was back. She goes, yeah, I know. She goes, he came in today that first time. And he's, she said, I'm uh, I'm John. She goes, I know who you are. You're like, oh, boy. Because <laughs> she knows him as Magnus from the podcast. She's surprised you had a shirt on, she said. That's true. But my... You, I guess my work thing's a little different than his. Yeah, a little more blue collar. Yeah. We weren't so uppity like Vaughn. Yeah. Vaughn's just way too serious. It's not, it, And nobody else too is serious. serious at my work, though. So you're the... They all had a good time. Oh, I mean, yeah. I had a good time. But they probably had a good time yeah. laughing Dude, at there's you. just something... You, when you're in a position where you have to lead, you nah. have to lead. I mean... I lead if, with humor. If I was joking around and thinking everything's funny, well, then they would think things were less serious like it's important to have the same goal i can't joke you know if your goal is to hey we got to get to this point at, at, at the end of the year i can't joke about that because it lessens the importance i get that i work hard play hard I, I mean i'm the same way but when i'm working i'm working well 96 percent said pull this back up <laughs> Now it's a new number. It was well, 86. We had two different polls. Yeah. Oh, true. Okay. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> I sent out a survey monkey. Did you? Good. Yeah. Good. That's good. Yeah. A lot of a lot of facts came from this. Moving on. We'll go over this later. So, yeah, I'm going helicopter hog hunting tomorrow. So the third poll we did. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, I'm jealous. You're not. I'd like to go. I, we're gonna go do honestly if you weren't going some if you weren't going out of town tomorrow you're just doing a, a day day and a night uh, i'm going tomorrow we'll be hunting all day tuesday okay um i mean you're more than welcome to go but I you're gonna be gone 
It would be fun. How far away? Oh, Mason. It's three and a half hours. Okay. So, you know what? All right. I don't know if this happens to you. In my industry, it does. You can, we had 13 people RSVP. Okay. So I ordered two helicopters. Okay. Mind you, one helicopter is $7,500 per day. Ooh. So we're 15000 in helicopter stuck. Mm-hmm. Guess how many people are coming? Four. Five. Dude, you can't you can't call anybody. I mean, that's last minute. You can't. Yeah, I mean, not you really can't because. I mean, I guess I could, but you'd have to have somebody like. The problem is being our industry is huge and small at the same time. Yeah. A lot of my customers, they work for companies who they would rather you not. Yeah do that that they they look at it as bribery that's the but, same that's i know that's every business but it's, honestly the i mean these people are my friends yeah. they're there because they're my friends not because they're my customers yeah that's uh, i mean I, hey we do we do hunts with my work oh and it's with a lot of customers but it's mostly people that we do a lot of business with that we're friends with the same yeah some of that i want to go spend a few days with yeah and some of that more so that we're rewarding versus trying to buy their business. It's yeah. more like somebody we do a business with, like, hey, let's let's go do this. This is exactly appreciation. what we're doing. Yeah. We're not trying to buy their business because we already have it. You're just trying to, like, hey, show appreciation. Yeah. It's fun. Let's yeah, go get out. You. And even some of them, they're like, hey, you know, I can't really take any of that. And I'll say, look, if you really want to go, then just pay me for it. And they're like, well, how much is it? And I'm like, well, whatever you want to give is how much it costs. Yeah. And, you know, we do that, but because I get it. I don't want to get anybody in trouble for doing whatever. Yeah, in our world, it's so weird. We got a lot of clients, like, say, facilities, plants, that it's a big no-no. Yeah. If they do it, they got to go hush-hush, and, you know, I, I get that. And then there's some facilities that they can get two per year. Mm-hmm. They get they just got to put in for it and have it like, a, like somebody above them sign off, like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So it's just... It's weird, you know, but a lot of it's, it's gray area for most people. Yeah. Most of them, it's a no-no, but, you know, a lot of people still do it. I mean, there's just a, that's just the way the world works, you know? Yeah. As long as you're not blasting social media stuff or whatever, I mean, you're fine. Yeah. There's a lot more illegal things in our industry or the industry I'm in. Kickbacks. That is something. I mean, that is something that my company will never do. Oh, Kick- like, hey, we'll do this job. Here's a PO, but we're going to give you X back. Like we'll charge you more. Yep. Write your PO more for. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah, are the things we will never do. I have and it's it's common. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm sure it, I've never been a part of any of my companies I've worked for. We've done that, uh, but I do know that happens. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of shady shit going on. Oh, there's ton. There's some that is just customers can be bought. Unfortunately. Yeah, that sucks. But we are never going to do it. So. Magnus, so what happened with the 146 deal? I know it got pushed back. Yeah, they pushed it back to I think February 23rd. <laughs> so any, so how are things going, Magnus? Actually, go really good. Are they? What's new? Did you get did you, just a new outlook on life and just being a lot more positive? Oh boy, I like it. Why? What? What? What prompted that? I mean, I'm, I'm glad for you. Hmm. You want something different, you got to do something different. There you go. You got to think different. 
Yeah. Nothing changes if nothing changes. That's right. What got me here won't get me where I'm going. That's right. That's deep. Yeah, the repetition of the same thing, expecting different results is insanity. Yeah. So you're just changing your outlook? I'm just playing a lot more Fortnite. It's way more positive. <laughs> Dude, he set you up for that. He was just at our house. We were filming an episode of uh, Happy Ever Banner. And then I'm ready to leave. I'm like, where the hell is Magnus? He's in there talking Bronson. About Fortnite. Oh, my God. That's fun. Is that, where, is that bad? He's got better conversations with our kids than with us. Dude. Well, well that's the thing. It's like Magnus is pretty much like an adopted child. <laughs> so, no, it's not bad because he's on their level. <laughs> on when their you're level. a kid, you understand kids better. Uh, they're talking about kids. It's so funny. Dude. Did you get in? Did you get any uh, new bookings? Any ho- any doing any weddings? Yeah. I have a couple new bookings. Uh, just being more positive opens up more possibilities. I agree. You're positive because of Fortnite. I was just. That was just. just trying, trying to get attention. Trying to rally yeah. you. Well, good man. Some stuff's still not solidified, but it's up in the air. And yeah. uh, just honestly, staying positive and positive vibe movement i've been listening to his podcast yeah it's about changing your mindset positive vibe he's yeah dale was the first guest on the new podcast yeah i know he hadn't recorded one since october 7th oh he has two new yeah oh did he just come out he just he just had one with that uh golly that guy plays for the angels was on there and he just had a football player that plays for uh he was a tight end he's still playing he's had two i I just produced two of them for him his last two but yeah he took a break because he had a lot going on me and him were talking. He said, man, I got a, I got a lot of stuff getting. And then he's got new stuff from Positive Vibe coming out. So between those two things and what he's working on, he just start recording some new stuff. He's got guests lined up. So Good. Yep. So he's got some new ones out. You need to check them out. I need to. Yeah, Episode think, 8 and 9 just dropped like yeah. over the last two weeks. Austin okay. Hooper. Austin Cooper. That was the, yeah, Austin Hooper. That was a football player. He, was a, he played for the Falcons and the Browns tight end. Okay. And then he had a... Uh, Mickey Moniak. Mickey Moniak. He plays with freaking Trout and Shohei. Pretty sweet. That is cool. Yeah. It's all about your mindset, uh, Magnus. Yeah. And you, it's almost, I'm talking to Josh Thigpen about it a lot. If you if you think you can, then you can. But if you quit and give up and focus on the negatives, what are you going to get out? You got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. The one thing I don't do is be negative. I'm maybe overly overly optimistic a lot of times, yeah, but hundred hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> you know one, that's just me though. It's gonna work out. <laughs> so for me, you know, one thing like people do, they confuse someone being critical for someone being negative. I I, see that. I am very critical about things. Like I don't look like if we have an idea or something, I look at how can it fail first, and then I take the positives and and go with that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when I'm critical about some idea or whatever it is, it's just because I'm trying to poke holes in it to make sure that we're at the right base of building it to be good. Yeah. You got to test the foundation. And I have people say, well, that's, that's a negative way to look at things. No, it's just a different way to look at things. Yeah, so no, smart. I get that. Yeah. I would probably think that on some things. You, you think Cause I'm the opposite end of that. You just like, oh, it's an idea. Fuck it. It's going to win. Let's roll. It's going to win. We're going to win all the points. We're going we're gonna to score so I many mean, points. I mean, dude, I, I know. I, I am overly 
optimistic. Even when we talk about like our our company, you know, me and uh, the owner of my company, Jake, we talk, and it's always good. I, I don't really have a lot of bad news to share. I really don't because we have a lot of good things going. Always do, but yeah. I'm always highlighting the good stuff. What I'm doing, what my coworkers are doing. And uh, it's not like a rah rah thing, but it's just kind of how I, I think it's just how I'm wired. Yeah. Uh, and it's just I'm like very positive. We got a positive vibe about me. It's just how I do it. No, I think it's good to be positive. We got a we got a yin and yang. I'm I am like a I'm I'm positive about long term success. Yeah. But I'm extremely critical at every step or along the way. Yeah. See, I just. I just I don't know, man. Maybe some ayahuasca would help me. We just, uh, at work, we had, uh, we hit our January and February goal already, Mm -hmm. which is absolutely incredible because we're at what? What's today? February 3rd? 4th, yeah. So we hit January and February. So February 4th already. It's crazy. So we already... As of tomorrow, we'll be hit. We'll be working on our March goal. Really, every sales is going to go to the March goal. So I'm excited about that. It's good, man. That relieves a lot of stress off of me. I'm sure you're real critical of that. I am critically. Yeah, he may not be setting his goals high enough. Apparently, I mean they're just no. They're that's <laughs> not true. That's not true. No, I said them. No, they are very. I, I, Hey guys, we gotta sell a thousand bucks this month. Oh, we blew it out. We did a million. <laughs> Killed it, guys. Four pizza, four point seven party. Four point seven five million per month. Four point seven five million. What does that come up to for the year? Fifty seven. Fifty seven million. And what percent of goal are you right now? We're two twelfths. Well, we're pacing. Our pacing goal? Yeah. hundred and Fifteen percent. Wow, it's impressive. But I'm sure that will. We did. Hey, we did have our biggest January ever as a company. Did you? Yeah, we had a huge January. Like the end of last year, was crazy. We had a good year, and then we start off this like usually January is kind of a slower month for yeah our industry, and it's just been dude balls. Well, my my phone has been blowing up. I've been busy. Like I've been busier than I've been in a long time over these last two months. You know, come to think of it, we had our biggest January and our biggest February. Really? We had our our biggest landed contract. Did you get that deal? Yeah. There we it. go, baby. Catalina Wine Got Mixer, it. we're coming. 4.822 million. Trillion dollars. I'm excited about it. You look like it. Yeah, your face really shows the yeah. excitement. <laughs> no, I, man, I tell you what, it was stressful because I, I know how much was at stake for that, and we worked our asses off and uh, we got it done. So, cash and I checks, stepping next. I dude. literally just signed. I just executed the contract Friday. It's finalization. So, well, good. Now I'm on to the next one. Why you don't sleep, dude? You don't. You know, I wish. <laughs> I wish, I wish I could like you know have these big wins and just like you know let's, let's take a little time to just to celebrate and enjoy, but then right after it happens and I'm like, man, if I take any time off to celebrate and enjoy, then I'm gonna miss something. You gotta celebrate the, the W's though. 
I know. Not, I mean, I mean not for a long period of time, but yeah, I know. I, I, I need to, that is something I need to get better at because I, I get excited about it. Then it, and then the deal closes and then I'm like, Oh, thank God it closed. All right. Was that anybody else's finally. deal or was that your deal? A company deal. So I, uh, I never take credit for any of the deals. I always put it in somebody else's hands. Okay. But but it's on me, guys. <laughs> uh, Max put his nicotine back in. I oh, he's scared. I helped him. <laughs> it came it came from it came from a customer that I'm that I have a good relationship with. I mean that's a beat toot my own harm, but toot toot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with I you. I got dude. a great team. So humble. Dude. I got a great team. Did you many listen, moving parts. Uh, did you listen to our first episode of Happily Ever Banner? Dude, no. I didn't. You didn't? Dude, you're a dick. I'm so, Listen, here's what I'm going to do. You're driving. Tomorrow morning. Okay. I'm going to listen to the Happily Ever Banter because I have four hours worth of driving. I need the download. Dude, my podcast skills are no not good unless I'm driving. And if I'm not driving a lot. I don't listen to them unless I'm driving honest. I don't yeah. I don't sit in the house and listen to them. And I've been flying so much I just don't listen yeah, to them. Yeah, I get that. Uh yeah, that's how I clear my that's how I get through a lot of mine that I listen to driving because I'm on the road quite a bit between stops and just all over. Yeah. But uh check it out, man. I will. It's been fun. It's different. It's way different. Still don't know how you I don't know how you have the time. It's crazy. I need don't sleep, dude. <laughs> oh I'm, yeah. I'm a podcaster. Uh, hey, dude, I will say that being a podcaster and saying money don't sleep is pretty oxymoronic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, it's not that profitable. No. <laughs> no. He puts a lot of money to sleep. It's just it's just our uh it's just my you know, it's just my passion now. Yeah. No, it is hey, I I love it. I love it. No, I, I, I can't know, knock it. The reason, I mean, this one makes it easier because uh, when we live together. Yeah. So that makes it easier for that. Uh, now, obviously, Magnus is helping out. Vito's helping out on the on the stuff. Uh, I think, but what we've built over the last almost two years now, we have a pretty good thing going. We can scale it. That was yeah. like, okay, this makes sense to where we can do this. It's all under the, you know, it's all under the same umbrella. It's all in hopes to bring more money to the team to where we can do and pay and do more things yeah. as a, as a company. Um, I'm hoping to get Rame launched pretty quick. I got some ideas on that because I want to get that going. I can't wait to get that going. Cause I, I got them. I, we got them ideas we talked about with Vito. Yeah. Uh, I want to get that going. So I thought I should kind of scrap that one thing. I was like, oh, man, that's not, it's not worried about modeling anything because it's just too much logistics with people and this and that. I, I, let's just get some pictures of stuff. I want to make it clean, minimal looking website and get it, like I want to get it started more than anything, just to where we can get going. That'll get us more things in the in the in the works and uh, and uh, obviously more money coming in to where it's all growing the betterment of what we're doing. Yeah, but like I said, man, I I am busy with my work. I stay busy with that, uh, but I do have a lot of more free time in my evenings that I capitalize on other stuff too, you know? Yeah. But it's been fun. So me and Kiki's a little different. I told her, hey, she's not like me and you. We can just roll back and forth. I was like, hey, we got to have... Do you have to script it? No. 
like what we did one today with Tommy and Mandy. One, they're really good friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of questions we wanted to get answered, which we did. But a lot of it was just like, it's just conversation, same kind of thing. But but I told her, like, when we just be me and her, it's going to need to have at least some structure to it. Yeah. Like, I, I've even thought about for her, us to having a whiteboard with some stuff maybe outlined behind the scenes just to kind of keep, uh, not so much for me, but to help her out because it's just it's different. I mean, you... We started off pretty quick, just, I mean, out yeah. the gate, just, we just roll. Yeah. And so it is a little different when somebody's not, not used to that or that kind of personality either, you know? Uh, we, I think at one point we did try to script a few things. Well, we did that with some guests and it, we, it was too, it was too clunky for us. It's un, yeah. I don't flow well that way. Well, it was just confusing. I know. Cause yeah. we we're waiting for, I know it, it just, it didn't work for us, but it works for us is just us. Yeah. Hitting the freaking button and going. Yeah. I think if it was like a solo podcast, like legitimately yes. one person, then it'd be a lot easier. You'd have, yeah, you'd have to really, uh, but see, my mind don't operate like that. Mine doesn't either. Dude, y'all listen to Mark Norman's All Over the Road? No, I haven't listened to it yet. It's hilarious. He just like walks around New Shank. York City with a microphone and just talks. Well, he's got another podcast also with his buddy. Mm-hmm. But just to, I'm talking about like okay. just solo, yeah. he's by yeah. himself. Yeah, but he's funny, man. He just walks around and talks to people. People are like, hey, Mark Norman. Uh, Shane Gillis has got his own now too as a buddy I think it's my secret podcast or top secret something like that uh, let's see I've, I've listened if to Shane Gillis comes to Houston we've got to go to that I like Shane Gillis there's no way we don't you seen he signed a big deal with uh, Budweiser I mean Bud Light I did mm. yes I did yeah. dude the comments on that was hilarious man yeah I'd sign a deal with Bud Light I would do I, would do. I, I don't even drink I don't either I don't drink Bud Light. I don't drink beer. I mean, I, I just care about money. <laughs> <laughs> they pay us. We're going to promote it. Hell yeah. I don't care. Call me what you want. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm going to sell out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just get social sleeves to make Bud Light and put it on everything. Oh, dude. <laughs> if Bud Light paid us, I'd be drinking brewskis. Hey, social sleeve. That's not Roy's. Yeah. I thought there was, was promo sleeve. So promo sleeve's like their main company. Okay. And then... That's going to be more like the corporate side of doing like business stuff. Yeah, they started the social sleeve for like the more memes, party pranks okay. kind of thing. So that's it. The one with Crystal in her workout, dude. That's funny. You seen that one? Huh? I, I did. Yeah. She don't Tom, get embarrassed. Tommy was drinking out of. Yeah, yeah, Tom, yeah. But she don't get embarrassed. That was the first time I've probably seen her. That she like got red faced. Good for her. She posted that picture up on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, she? yeah. She she rolls she rolls with it though. Is she having fun with the podcast? I mean, we're only two in, but yeah, she is. It's a, uh, you know, it's it, we got a lot to. I mean, we're still so in the infancy stages. We don't know what we have. I mean, we have yeah. the premise, but it's definitely. It's de- I mean, she was. You listen to the first one. You know, she. You could tell she was a little nervous, but she did well. But you could tell. I mean, this was easy because we were just telling telling our story about how we met. And she's nervous on our podcast. I don't know why she was nervous this last time. That's weird. I don't know. Uh, but she was a little nervous. But this one was easy. That last, the first one was easy because it was just talking about us. So yeah, it was really just me and her talking. Really, no other thing except for recounting our story of meeting and all that that stuff. So, uh, but you know, even this one, she's like, "Hey, you need to help." I was like, "Hey, I don't want it to be just me." So you need to have some preparation. I need to help her with that to where uh, you know, it's like it's just. I mean, just think where we came from to what we're doing now, the way our f- structure is and flow. And yeah, we started from the bottom. Now we're here. We did. 
Wise man said that. My boy yeah. Drizzy. <laughs> it was him, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Good deal. Why are you so tired, man? You jet lagged? I am. <laughs> it's only two hours. I get it. I know. I don't know what it is. You want a uh, want a rogue pouch? No. It'll wake you up. Uh-uh. I don't want to get my tummy hurt. My tummy hurts. My tummy hurts. I'll put it back in. Dude. He put it back in, dude. He's a new man. Yeah, feeling lightheaded again. <laughs> Here we go. You got a beef for this week? I did. You do yours first. I got to think what mine was. Magnus? I think my beef was actually about Valentine's Day, but I don't want to do that one anymore. Magnus, you got a beef? Come on, Magnus. I've got something else. What you got? Shoot. So, Vaughn, what do you think ghosts sound like? Ghosts? Yeah. What do you think they sound like? If they make noise, what do you think they sound like? Ooh, uh, that's why I movies. Scooby-Doo. Are you also trying to set me up? I'm just trying to ask a genuine question. I'm, uh, I've always wondered that. I don't think ghosts make noise. Do they make noise? I don't know. This isn't a setup. It's totally not a setup. Don't overthink it. I don't know what ghosts sound like. I don't think they make noise. Magnus really failed at the. You really failed at this 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 project. It's my first time. I told Magnus, I'm like, hey, I want you to ask. So this is a setup. No, it's not a setup. I want him to start asking us a question each episode, and he ruined it by this worst question ever. So next podcast, I had three other ones that you you shot down. Well, okay, ask one of them. All right. I told him I said, "Hey, I want you to ask a question that's like a not like a would you rather like like a, you, like a thought provoking question, like one that like piss you off." Yeah, like, but ghosts, what they sound like, I don't I was doesn't like, piss me off. It only makes me feel like, why is Magnus even here? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that kind of question, yeah, we're going to re- this is going to come up in this first quarter review. Yeah, this is that was horrible, Magnus. That may have been the worst question ever asked on a podcast. What do you think ghosts sound like? Would you rather end war or poverty? That's a that one. See, he likes that question. That though. one was good. Uh, would I rather end war or poverty? So it's hard to answer, and here's why. War generates money. Now, if you end poverty, then I feel like the wars would be even bigger. Why is that? Because there's, I mean, if you look at wars, it's more, it's more so the people that are, that are affected are impoverished. Now, let's say you make the class of the entire world have an upper echelon of income or ending poverty, right? They have an upper echelon of, in, of income. The more people have, the more they want to protect their stuff. Like the more countries are going to want to protect, protect their resources. So I feel like that that would get a bigger war. But for the sake of because I'm a caring person to individual people, I would have to say I would rather end poverty. I mean, that's more. That's a better question. That's the better answer. Okay. 
What do you think, Magnus? I think people with a poor mindset are going to be going to return to poverty. They'll spend foolishly and end up poor again. Yeah, but you know what? Give them a little taste of non-poverty. Maybe it changes their mindset. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to dabble. I think war is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. I think war is un- unfortunately a necessary means to to an end. So, mm-hmm. what do you think? What would you rather do? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not used to answering these kind of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as smart as y'all do. <laughs> it's like, I'm here to party. Yeah, yeah. I'm the fun guy. <laughs> I'm not the smart. You're the smart one. <laughs> We've established early on. Uh, just, you want to end poverty. Yeah, I mean, of course. Okay. Yeah, I figured. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. I do have a beef this week. All right. My beef is with cell phone companies. Okay. Because it is 2024, and my service with AT&T is shit. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. It seems like the last year, or maybe longer, it's gotten worse and worse. Mm-hmm. I was about to switch to AT&T. My beef last week was Dude, about, they're about all, they all suck. Not mine. Wow. Uh, dude, it's not... Uh, Mine's great. I work on the, my phone a lot. A lot. I'm on my phone a lot. And dude, I'll tell you what. The service that I have... Does not keep up with my needs, and it has been like it's. They've got too much going on this with these towers and all this. There's no way it can be that bad. Like there's certain spot, like there's certain spots where I drive, I cut out steel. You're like, yeah. it, it drives me insane. Yeah, me too. Just around here. Like, do you have? Foley, but I was like, oh, they're not. What service me. do you have, dude? Don't even ask him. He's got like straight talk or like rush. It's called pure talk. <laughs> and I've been whose on the towers phone with are, them. Whose towers are they on? I think they're on Verizon's. But so we get, we get we're low man on the totem pole. Yeah. Do you have uh, Do you have Xfinity Internet? No, I have uh, Frontier. Man, I tell you what, I got Xfinity cell phone service. Mm, I used to have them. It's oh, pretty decent. It's great. It's Verizon. I mean, it works great for three lines, unlimited everything. Ninety nine bucks a month. Can't well, beat it. Yeah, I can't beat that. And it works just as good as I mean I had Verizon my whole life. It works just as good as Verizon. I rarely have drop calls. Now I will say, I don't want to make this my beef because it's too too similar. But those Apple updates, that crap. I gave you shit about getting a new phone. Yeah, my phone is so whacked out now from doing an update. Doing updates. Like, I, dude, the other day I was getting, somebody would send me a text message. I would get it four hours later. Oh, wow. And I would, re- you know, one of the text messages would be from a sales rep. Hey, what, you know, what profit margin do you want me to put this at? And then I'd get it four hours later and, I, and I'd look at it and they'd be like, hey, sorry, I went ahead and sent it out at that because I didn't hear back from you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just got your text. They're like, no, I sent that at eight o'clock this morning. I'm like, oh. Was it iMessage? Then I would tell them, hey, if it's important, make a phone call. No, no, that's another thing. So they were calling me, and it was not showing a missed call. It wouldn't ring, ring, it wouldn't show a missed call until hours later. So that's my beef. So, yeah, cell phones, it's the updates. It has to be the They don't want you to have an iPhone 13. They want you to have a 15. Yeah, no, you should should be a consumer like the rest of us. I'm not going to do it. 
You should. I'm going to just turn my phone off. I'm going to reset it every day. I'm going to do a hard reset every day. Yeah, I did do a network reset a few times. That's why I had to get the new passwords for everything. It's a pain in the butt. It is a pain in the butt. Yeah. I just checked my updates. Did and you do like, an iCloud backup this time, you idiot? Yes. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah, Jesus that Christ. Was, that was dumb. Yeah. PSA, make sure you're backing up your phones in case it gets thrown out of a vehicle and crushed. I mean, we will lose everything. That happens to everybody. What's your beef, Vaughn? Man, I had a beef and I can't remember what it was. That's what I would say if I didn't have a beef. No, it was it was about Valentine's Day, but I don't want to do a beef about Valentine's Day because we already talked about it. Um, He's probably overflowing with some unsolicited advice, though. Oh, I'm sure he is. He's got it. Well, I'm supposed to have a beef, aren't I? You can have either. Okay. What are we doing? Unsolicited advice? Go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> Asshole, dude. I ain't my, my fault you came unprepared, dude. No, I can't. No, I forgot him. Why did, I need to start writing this crap down. Um, I do have an unsolicited advice. I don't, you That's on another one of the He's polls. living in the future. Get a, be present. No, another one okay. of the polls. No. That that's that's not true. No, it's he's already thinking second quarter. Come yeah, on, he's come on. Yeah, unsolicited advice. This this is one that I that I had. I can remember it now. When someone is venting to you, you should ask questions. Okay. So let's say I start venting to you. Okay. about something that's going on in my life or whatever it is. There's two questions that should be asked, or one question that should be asked. One is, are you telling me this because you want to vent, or are you telling me this because you want me to give you advice? Because I have noticed, and I've, ta- I've spoken about this before, I have friends that talk to me and they tell me things, and I think they just want to listen but I've given like, hey, here's you know, here's what I do in that situation, and then they do the complete opposite. Talk about this. I know, but I think if you say, "Are you wanting me to listen? Or are you wanting me to give you advice?" Then it makes it less like, you know, some people just want to, they just want to bitch just to bitch and listen to you and just have someone listen to them. They're not going to listen to your advice back. But I don't want to offer advice if they're not looking for it because that just wastes my time. I'll let you bitch. I think that's what most people want. Just they want somebody to listen. Yeah, but some sometimes they want advice. They need advice. They need advice, and then sometimes they get upset when you give them advice because it's not the advice too, they want. Because you're negative. Be critical. Sorry. But, I mean, when it comes to advice, <laughs> when it comes to I'm never going to advise somebody something and try not to be a negative way. But one thing, yeah, I will say if somebody's like, if somebody's bitching to me about like, oh, poor pitiful me, I'm the victim here and they're, and they're not, I'm going to tell them, listen, you need to get off your damn pity party, get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. Whose dog? It's from Billy Madison. The neighbors. Oh, uh, Okay. He stepped on your shoes. You're mad about he that. He did. I was mad about that. Neighbor's dog stepped on my shoes. Put mud all over him. That's so that's your unsolicited advice. Yeah. Which was Magnus's a while back. No. It wasn't. No. Yeah. Huh. 
No, but that's a pro tip. You got to remember that because a lot of times whenever my wife's complaining, also update, my wife did resign from her position at that nonprofit that she was uh, working in. It's been so great. It's, it makes her feel better. Yeah, she's still a little sad, but I told her all the friends that she had in that group will still be her friends. Anybody that was not a true friend, they won't be you, there. You didn't lose anything. Yeah, you're right. So she has less stress on her. A lot less stress. Which is really good for somebody's marriage. It's, yeah, it's been a lot better. Stress is a killer of marriage. Stress is, yeah, worrying about things that you have no control over and you can't change. Yeah, absolutely. No, uh, yeah. Stress does some crazy things to people. Yeah, some people worry about things, Dale. You don't, but some people do. I uh, mean, I do. <laughs> I'm just playing. What's the last thing you worried about? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, shit. I'm about to run out of gas because I forgot to put gas in my vehicle. No, I mean, because I, I hate stopping to fill up. So I got an 84 gallon tank. I'm trying to think. Dude, hey, I, I don't know. Dude, I, I, I do talk about this. I just, I'm not, I mean, I'm smart. I feel like I'm smart, but I'm not. Yeah, street smarts. Smart. I don't think a lot. You don't have to be smart to be stressed or to, or to worry. No, it's not. I'm not saying that. That I just don't think about a lot. I mean, I think I do think about stuff, but I don't think about. Oh, you gave me some real good advice. Was it on the podcast? You said don't sweat the petty stuff and don't pet the sweaty stuff. Exactly. That's actually I've been ring. That's rung in my head a lot. I don't let a lot of things bother me though. Some people let a lot of things bother them. <laughs> I don't. don't. Pet the sweaty stuff. Don't don't sweat the petty stuff, right. and don't pet the sweaty stuff. Well, the, some circumstances you need to, you need to pet <laughs> the sweaty stuff. Dude, I don't know. I just don't. Oh, I don't, that's good, man. I don't think about. I don't know. I feel like I don't use my brain to my advantage. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to verbalize what's in my mind. Besides what's right in front of me. Do you ever, do you ever like, is there ever times when you want to be around somebody where you can just kind of open up to them? Dude, I probably open up you, to you more than anybody. Well, because I have to fucking suck it out of you. I just, I, I know, I, maybe that's my internal trauma. I don't, you, I don't open up to anybody. Do you not like the feeling of being vulnerable? No, I, I don't feel like that's a problem. Do you? I was vulnerable on that that podcast with the positive vibe. I was actually probably the most vulnerable I've been with anybody. Was, yeah, that was yeah. a great podcast, by the way. Really, really. Uh, I think I just don't slow down enough to think about a lot of stuff, and I don't know if that's my mechanism that, of coping. That might be a coping mechanism. There's no doubt. Like I like to stay busy because I don't want to think about stuff. Maybe. And and you know what? That could be very well be true. Yeah. So I would suggest that maybe me, you, and Magnus. I think we need to do ayahuasca. How much is an ayahuasca? Uh, it's Dale, not Dale. Podcast will pay for it. Okay. Did you go, Magnus? Thousand percent, dude. It's not. It's not. It's not crazy expensive. No, I'm, I, yeah, that's not a big deal. Now, if you have to go to South America, I'm sure it's expensive just to get down there. But well, flights are. Well, Florida's Florida's in South America. We can go to <laughs> we can go to Costa Rica, dude. I lived in in Florida for a while. It's it's weird out there. Costa, we can go to Costa Rica. It's inexpensive flight. Southwest goes there. We go. We do it. It's all good. I think it'd be good for all of us. You may may be able to slow your brain down. 
maybe think about the current present time and the future and maybe cope with that. Um, you know, I'm hoping that maybe it uncovers your childhood traumas. I, wonder, I never talked, I never spoke to anybody. I don't know if I should talk to somebody. I don't know what I would we have his mom uncover. On. Your mom's a psychiatrist, right? She's got to come on. She's got to come on. She'll fix Dale. I won't be here. <laughs> won't be. You here. can have her on your Apple Ever Banner podcast. I think that'd be yeah. cool to have my mom do a little marriage counseling with you. And uh, does she do marriage counseling? I do want to have a marriage yeah, counselor on. Absolutely. Yeah, she does. Yeah, I don't know what it is about me. I feel like I don't. I don't know, man. I'm a. I'm a different. Feel pretty unique how I th- think and operate. You might be calloused in some way. How you, how you mean? Like, you might be, like, hardened and not want to think about things that could potentially exacerbate your own vulnerabilities, so you play them off. I can see that. Which, you know, that's a coping mechanism. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, Yeah. It's just, you know, I think people need to be more in tune to themselves to understand it. Like, I, there was a time whenever, you know, when you talk about toxic masculinity, that's a thing. I've never been one of those toxic masculinity guys. Like, I've never, like, oh, I'm such a, such a man, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I was wearing pink shirts whenever I was in sixth grade. Like, I was always, I was always, like, in touch with it. People were like, oh, you know, he... You're freaking gay. You're wearing. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Because three weeks later, guess what? Everybody's done wearing pink freaking pink shirts. Friends yeah, that that's never. I, I never. I, that's never bothered me one bit. But I think the same thing goes with like your own masculinity of being vulnerable and like, you know what? I have mistakes. I there are things that I am broken about. I genuinely want to discuss those because maybe there's a way that I can accept myself for it even more so. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I think I do think about like when I hear those like uh, when I hear those podcast ads for like better help and those things. I always think about that kind of stuff. Like it would probably be beneficial for me to talk to someone. I think it would be cool if we did the ayahuasca thing, and then you find out what it is you you think you you have or need, and then you go talk to a therapist afterwards. I mean, I I think there's no better way to do it. It's, talking to people is amazing. I mean, I'll be honest, I could talk to anybody for, like, if they're having issues, I could talk about it with somebody forever, and I know everybody's like, well, you know, you're not any better. You're right. Sometimes really shitty attorneys make really good judges. Same goes with, like, you know, giving somebody advice. I can give extremely good advice to somebody. Doesn't mean that I do it. Yeah. You know, it's situational. You know some of the some of the most horrible financial. I think I've said this on the podcast before too. Some of the worst people with their own finances are financial investors. They do very very well for their investors, but they do not do well for themselves. Well, same way I got you know people that are in the medical field. They know all the answers, and then when their kids get sick, they act like they don't know what to do. Yeah, oh, that happens a lot. Happens a lot. Yeah. 
Uh, I guess because you don't. I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I wonder why that is. But they just can't. Principals' kids. They can't put that into. Or like pastors' kids. Pastors', <laughs> pastors kids. Principals' kids. Pastors' kids. What's I mean, your unsolicited advice, Magnus? I don't know, but this is great content right here. It is. This is yeah, like a. This yeah. is a serious podcast, dude. I've really got to pee. <laughs> we'll hold it. We're almost finished. I know. Uh. He's the only one I know that opens the top of a can to dip a pouch. <laughs> that you're supposed to take in. Oh. I, I kind of like these pouches. Dude, I hope you get I'm addicted. I'll buy you some. I'll pouch guy. I hope you get addicted. <laughs> these will keep you going when you're playing Fortnite. Yeah. He's yeah, checking to wrap this up so I can get home Fortnite. <laughs> Dude, uh, I need to. You tell me. I got to get up at six o'clock. Yeah, I need to get up early too. Uh, well, no, this has been a very. We kind of got deep on this one. We did. I liked it. So I need to talk to somebody or do ayahuasca. Let's find, do ayahuasca first. Find out my inner demons. It'll be my treat. I'll take y'all both to Costa Rica. I wonder if. Uh, yeah, I'm curious, man. I'm very curious about what's going on in my head that I can't Dude, I can't get out. I think I'm more curious about this, what's going on in your what head. What are your thoughts on me, Magnus? Face value, just... Well, I, I think staying staying in motion is one of your coping mechanisms. Just always moving because maybe you're afraid of being stagnant. Like you're afraid of being lazy. Like you, you don't like laziness or something. You know, you're very active. You know, CrossFit and yeah. all that. Just keeping moving is just important to you. You know what it's I think it is? hard to hit a moving is? target. <clears throat> you may not see it this way, but I think you have a deal. I think you have a, you have a, you're, you overcommit to a lot. I think I do. And I think one of the things, people that overcommit are constantly in the process of finding the next thing to commit to. So the coping mechanism of you having to constantly be on the go is because you haven't been presented the opportunity to commit to something else, so you make it up. Okay. So what would be the underlying issue from that? You know, most people that overcommit are um, they're, they're people pleasers. That's most of I, what it is. I, I, can, I, I would say that by myself. And I think, and and that's a big. More, some people think more so because I, I've always been. I think I'm like I've been in that service industry mm-hmm. a long time, and I like the, like even for me, like hey, for making money for like money's not my driver for work. I mean, hell, my driver has always been like the attaboys and the like the, the accolades and the doing well and people know you're doing well. That's what drove me more, which turns into money. Yeah. For me, but so, that's kind of been my thing that drives me more than anything. So your love language would be words, affirmation, of affirmation. Oh, uh, uh, my anagram. I think that was definitely one of my things. Okay. And I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe I didn't have that as a kid, and you're trying to. You're always trying to get that. Yeah. Yeah. Were your parents real supportive of you as a kid? They tell you good job. They go to your sporting events. Yeah, my mom did. Well, maybe part of it is your dad didn't. Maybe so. See, I think we've uncovered a lot here. I mean, hey, I know I'm not perfect, uh, like I said, but I, I do know I do stay 
busy. Yeah. And I do overcome. <laughs> just like that. I called you. The other day, I did that skeet shoot the other day because I told somebody yes, like yeah, a month ago. And then they remind me just before. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. All right. What is the fear of you saying no? I don't know. You don't want do to, you? You don't, don't be Do you think I don't they like are going to? I don't like people. I don't know. I don't know, man. So every time you tell somebody yes, that tells yourself no. I know that sounds crazy. Hear me out here. Yeah. For you to commit to something that you ultimately do not want to do deletes the ability for you to commit to do something you do want to do. So therefore, if you're saying, yes, I want to go do this, and you really don't want to, Mm -hmm. now you really can't do and go do something you actually want to do. Yeah. So I don't see how that that would help you. No, dude, I get it. I think that is a – I think the people-pleasing side – I don't think it's a downfall for for me. It it helps, you know. I'm very like I'm like an overly customer service driven person mm-hmm. for everything I do. I give the extra, like I give the extra to every person. Yep, which can be detrimental, I think, in the long run. But I think that's just what I do. Like I'm very like uh, like with customers. I'm like. I'm a Johnny on the spot for everything, and like I'm overly boom, boom, boom. And then I expect others to be that same way, but people aren't like me. But that's what I do. I th- so I look at like professionally, I look to get myself and the company to a point where we can say no. Where if uh, somebody calls and says, Hey, we'd like you to do this project. And it's something we really don't want to do because it's not profitable. It takes too long. It's too many, you know, regulation, whatever it is. I want to get to a point where we can say no. Yeah. Because that is that is a sign of a healthy company when you're not just chasing every opportunity yeah, no, you can. No. No, I think we're not that. I mean, we do. We want to make things work. That makes sense. There's some, but even so, even to my to me also, I've had even customers say, "Hey, man, the best thing about you, I can call you." And they say, you won't tell me no up front, but you're like, I, I know that I can't do that, but I'm like, no, I can't, but give me a minute, I'm going to call you back. And I'll find some other answers for them, or I can either I can do it, or I'm going to try to help them out getting to that, what they need through someone else. Yeah. I I don't see, I don't think doing that is a bad thing. Yeah, no, that, that, well, that's just a part of the uh, the whole equation. But I will say that Making going out of your way to make a customer happy for your own personal gain is probably not healthy. Yeah, you should always do it in the benefit of the company. No, it it, it at the end of the day, it is for the company. Yeah, but it is a it, it's it's for me my own personal rewarding too. Though. Yeah, I, I've I've had salespeople before that will literally take a, a take a project at zero percent profit just to say just to say see I helped you out. Yeah. No, I don't think I don't I don't feel like I don't do any of that to the detriment of our company. I think it's always a gain for the company. But they're definitely I feel like they're, you know, underlying the the thing for me for them being like, "Oh man, Dell took care of me or whatever." I'm always that guy. Yeah. Like I'm always that guy for a lot of people though. And it's, you know, it gets it gets a lot, but that's just how I do that's how I built my whole career, you know? Yeah. I'm just going to always say no to you so you know how peaceful it is. <laughs> you want a podcast? No. 
Mm-mm, not this week. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Want to go play golf? No. There's something going on in my head. I just don't know how to get it out. Dude, the great thing is, is you've realized it. I know that there's something there. I talk about it every year. My We have the same review every year, my, me and my owner. You know what? <laughs> One of my side projects for you, your next review, you're going to have a different conversation. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna get. You need to get in tune with yourself. I do. I, do. I gotta be. I am kind of. Guard, I'm guarded at it for sure. Yeah, not in a bad way. I feel, but I definitely am. I don't want. I, I don't. I think the vulnerability side of it is. Uh, I don't know. It's not even trying to keep up a facade. It maybe is kind of keep that facade up of. Yeah. Of what I am. Uh, I don't try to pretend myself as. Somebody's got it all together because I don't. Maybe I do act like I do, but I, you know, I got my own issues, dude. It's you know the funny thing is, is your your inability to want vulnerable or inability to want people to see your vulnerability. That probably only matters to you for people who are not really there for you anyway. Like, I think if. You like good, your good friends, your family. They embraced your in your vulnerability. The ones that you're most worried about are the people who don't give a shit about you anyway. Yeah, probably so. I lo- I love you, Dale. I love you too, man. I love you too, man. I'm just like uh, I don't know. I've never been that guy to like open up to like like go to these men's. I've been invited to these men's retreat. Like I would never want to do that. Talk about my feelings with a bunch of dudes. Uh, you know, me neither. <laughs> nah, me, that's not really me. I'd rather talk about my feelings with my friends. It's hard to talk about myself, though. What? Like, in that... Oh, in that way? Yeah, yeah, in yeah. that sense? For, are you hard... Like, do you worry that they're going to judge you? I think so. Who gives a shit if they do? I understand that. But I think it's more of a what I feel like... I don't know. Like, I feel like what... I uh, portray and what I do, I try to keep that up, mm-hmm. not as a being fake, yeah. but it's just my whole persona, you know? Yeah. You know you can still be the funny Uncle Dale and also still be vulnerable. I know. It's not gonna I don't change. know why I act like a tough guy. I'm not some big tough guy, but I do act like no, a tough you're, guy. No, you're sometimes. one of the least toughest guys I've ever met in my life. <laughs> you are tough as hell right until it comes down to it. And you're like, nah, I'm not going to eat a packy chip. I'm scared. <laughs> that never happened. We don't have no video proof. Uh, yeah. I'm the one that's... I'm the ones that get drugged in to do all the stuff. I know. I do talk a big game. I think you that's do. my problem. I think I do talk a big game. Yeah. And, uh... I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know why that is. I gotta. I do want to figure out what that is about me because I. I do. I know I struggle with that, and I hate it. But it's like, how do you change? How do you change that? You you start having conversations with yourself, really opening yourself up, and not being so guarded about how you feel. You tell yeah. the people how you love. Hey, so I've been. I had a week, and this situation happened. And I did this, and you know what? I'm really starting to think that uh, you know I need to start doing this in my life. Whatever, however, that conversation needs to go. But you got to break down your own walls. 
You gotta you gotta be yeah. with people who will support you with and, your walls and up and down. And I don't feel like that. I think it's more. I don't feel like I I don't have that people. I mean, hell, even me and Crystal being together twenty two years. Yeah, and we don't even have tough conversations. Well, I mean, I know, I know, but I mean that's. She doesn't speak English. <laughs> but I'm saying we just don't like. Yeah. Like even like, you know, hey, me and you both did the, the gynecomastia stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never, like I've had this for problem for years. Never said it to anybody. I was always real self-conscious about it. I never said anything to Crystal about it. Yeah. And then when I went, like when I went to go do this, I, I didn't tell her I was going to do that consultation. And then when I get back, when I said I'm going to do it, and I tell her, she's like, why are you doing that stupid? Like, you know. Like it was even having tough to have that conversation with my wife. Yeah, about that because she just don't get it. That so that makes it tougher. Yeah, because it's your own in your head that's bothering you with yeah. this. Uh, so like a, you know, there's not a lot of past surface level conversations that we have. Maybe this new stuff we're doing this will open up some of that. I, I don't know, you know. Yeah, but I feel like that's a you know I think the same way we both just. We're busy. We go about our lives. We love each other and do all that. But it's like we really haven't opened up to one another about things, you know? Yeah. Which I'm sure that's what happens to a lot of couples. It's not – I don't think I'm in the dark here. Just only I'm the only person that has that too. But I do feel like we don't have enough, like you say, attentional conversations. We don't. And more so because I think I'm a dick and I just – I don't I don't have patience. So I think that's another problem. That's I probably another problem. There's no doubt. And I hate that. I'm gonna cry. There's no two. There's, it's, <laughs> Let it out. Let it out. It's not too late to start. Huh? It's not too late to start. I know, but like, how do you change that? You don't change it. I know. You work well, with how it. do you work on that? Well, you started today. You started opening up about it. Um, we're gonna go to Costa Rica, <laughs> and then after I thought that, we're going to Florida. Dude, I really don't want to go to Florida. I'd rather go to Costa Rica. <laughs> we'll figure that part out. That's not the important. The important piece we're doing. And then after that, maybe you'll have much more clarity. And you'll say, you know what? This is something that I saw about myself. I understand. And here's what I need to do moving forward. And then you can, you know, get a therapist. I People who don't have issues should probably have a therapist. I mean, literally, someone to just dump your shit onto and just have them non-biasly listen and just say advice or just listen, I think it's good. Uh, I can see that. I just, I don't know why I've been so guarded with that stuff my whole life. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know, man. You're a human, dude. I get that. I know, but I don't know why. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I guess it's the what image I'm trying to keep. I don't know. I I don't feel like I'm doing anything fake. It's just more of a. I don't know. I think when I've talked to people and they know about my past more, they're like, "Oh man, I, I never known that about you." Because I, I don't know. Yeah. Because they look at me and think, I got it all together. I got everything figured out. I got all this going good. But there's a lot of other shit that I don't talk about or people don't know. And no, uh, Nobody has it all together. No, I know that. I know that. But when people face value, think of like, oh, man, this guy, whatever. 
He's got, you know, he's on TV shows, got wife, kids, successful, whatever. But that, you know, there's a lot more. Great hair. I think that's the problem. My hair is so good, it just masks all my other problems. Yeah, that's part of your vulnerability right there. It's part of one of your problems. What's that? Your hair is not going to fix all your other problems. I wish it would. Can I go pee now? This has been a lot, dude. It's been a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, here on the Dale Not Dale podcast, episode number 82, Dale broken his walls down he's trying to understand himself i'm not perfect people and he's not perfect but you know what on this day he has started the journey of self reflection and self-healing and for that i'm very proud of you hey dude i'm not afraid to talk about it it's just slow 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 clap clap. yeah okay good (laughs) I feel I'm fixed, guys. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm good now. Yeah. I got that off my chest. Yeah. Damn. Back to old Dale. Great. Right. <laughs> Great foundation to build upon is rock I bottom. Still got, I still got that bottle of fireball. Let's go. Yeah. Dude. You know what? Yeah. Uh, it's key straight. That's crazy, man. Nah, dude, this is a... Uh, I do like... I, you know, as much as I don't like talk, I do like talking... I'm not afraid to talk about stuff. I just don't know. You don't know how to initiate it? No. Well, it's because it, you got to get somebody who can pull it out of you. Yeah, I know. Word it correctly to make you. One of the biggest problems with people when you have conversations, and then really and truly I got to pee, is you'll have people that will say things like, so are you happy? And the answer is yes or no. But if it's worded to you in, so tell me what makes you happy. Then people start talking. And then you might uncover stuff. So tell me what makes you mad. Anything that you have like a question that's close-ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, yeah, I know. If somebody's, if somebody's like not wanting to, dis- to say anything, they'll just say yes or no. Yeah, we learned that in sales training stuff. You're like, don't ask Close any questions yeah. with customers because they can easily just say, yeah, no, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. And they get you nowhere. Yeah. So that applies to life. There it is. So we're going to have, uh, we're going to start weekly therapy sessions. Okay. Me and Magnus. I'm good with that. I'm like on the podcast? No, no. Okay. Off off camera. Okay. Just in case I cry, I stand on camera. Yeah, you're going to bring some more of those pouches. I'll give you some. <laughs> He's okay. itching. I'll give you, you want some. I'll give you some before I leave. I'll put them in a Ziploc. Okay. I just, actually just take it. I get some more. All right. All right. Uh, I do got to pee too. I got to pee real bad. All right. This is a uh, dude. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start working myself. I'm gonna try to uncover what's going on inside this uh, little pea brain I got at mine. Look, just know it's not your fault. <laughs> I did my best. Really, Dan Cooks. It's not. It's not your fault. I know. I know. Seriously, it's not your what, fault. What was that on? Goodwill Good hunting. hunting. Oh yes. Oh, then they, they. I'm about to hug you and start crying. It's not your fault. I get it, man. All right. Yep. 
It was a great movie. It's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to close this one down. All right, let's go. See you. Words never blend. Podcast kings on the mic. Yeah, we grant from the heart and the soul. Our stories unfold. Raw and real. Yeah. Our tales is gold. Cause we tipping off four bowls. Wrapped in four bowls. Podcast too ill. Magnus take off his clothes. Two ranches beat. Always bringing the feast. Uncle Dale Bar. Magnus be on the beat. Cause we tipping off four bowls. Wrapped in four bowls. Podcast too ill. Magnus take off his clothes. Two ranches beat. Always bringing the feast. Uncle Dale Bar. Magnus be on the beat.